Hey everyone, welcome back to another Pit Sports Podcast. My name is Brian Sherry and I'm with Jermaine. Hi guys, I'm Jermaine. Um, today we're going to be recapping the Pit men's basketball season. Um, unfortunately, their season just came to an end this weekend with a loss to Xavier in the second round of the NCAA tournament. However, it was a fantastic year all around. Um, Pitt made it back to the NCAA tournament for the first time in several years. Um, and it was just a good experience for the fans all around. Um, so, Jermaine, can you just give us a recap of the season? Pittman basketball shot to everyone. Uh, they were projected 14th. Uh, finishing the 14th in the ACC this year. They ended up finishing 5th uh, in the ACC. Uh, lost in the ACC tournament. I headed into the NCAA tournament as an 11 seed. Won, uh, won the first four games. Uh, close first four games, 60-59 were Mississippi State. Uh, and then went on to dominantly defeat an upset number six Iowa State, fifty nine to forty one in the second round. Uh, we just ran into a great team in this in the round of thirty two. Uh, Xavier losing eighty three to eighty four to seventy three. Uh, if you watch the game, Xavier really did not miss. Even if they, were, they were making shots through good defense, bad defense, not much we could do. Um, but I think it was a pretty good season and. Then we have a lot of things to build upon. We're lo- we're losing four seniors, um, losing one of our leaders, Demarius Burton, Greg Elliott, Nike Sabandi, and Ellie Cummins. But uh, the Guillermo Diaz Graham stepped up big at this tournament and showed that he could be a good building piece for the future. Uh, and I think the future looks bright. Yeah, and about that Xavier game, um, I think that that game, even though it was the last game of Pitt's season, I think it said a lot about the team. Um, they kind of went down big or somewhat early on, like midway through the the first period, um, and it kind of kind of gave flashbacks to that Duke game in the in the ACC tournament where they lost uh, ninety six to sixty nine. But mm-hmm. instead of instead of letting it get away from them, they still they just continued to fight. Um, Xavier played lights out. Uh, their passing game was incredible. They had great shooters, great inside game, and all around just a dominant performance. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the rest of the NCAA tournament. Um, but still, Pittsburgh, they came back. They kept fighting. Um, at the end there, they made it competitive. I think if a few things went went the other way for Pitt, I think it would have been uh, a very different ball game to at the end. Um so, yeah, I think that game said a lot about Pitt's season and just their fight and their drive and their, their desire to win. Agreed, agreed. Um, I think I think the season showed a lot about Coach Jeff Capel and a lot about these players. I mean, uh, put yourself in the in the shoes of Jeff Capel or Nike Sabandi uh, coming into the year. Nike Sabandi just coming off a serious injury in his last season on a team that with Full of turnover, uh, with a full of a bunch of players we hadn't played with before, and uh, him coming off the bench and just being one of our best players off the bench, uh, even though he could start on a lot of different teams across the country, or think about Coach uh, Jeff Cable, or a lot of people in the postseason, even that, even that Pitt News calling for his job. Um, I'm not, I'm not innocent of that. Uh, people saying he doesn't, he's not qualified, deserves to be fired. Uh, he's coaching a team that no one expected to be this good. It was uh, a real threat in March. So, like you said, the Xavier game, 
Uh, they didn't they didn't go out without a fight. Uh, they showed a lot of heart, and I think that just shows uh, how much heart they've had the whole season. Yeah, and um, about Jeff Capel, um, you know, I'm not innocent of of calling for his uh, firing, to put it bluntly, either. Um, however, I think this season taught me one thing about uh, like NCAA head coaching as a whole, and I think I think the most important thing for a successful program is stability. Um, when you have a guy that can, that that has at least some competence um, and can lead, and you know knows knows the knows the game of basketball well, um, I think the most important thing is to keep those types of people around um, for as long as possible. I mean, we're kind of a, we're entering a different era of of NCAA coaching. Um, you know, obviously, Coach K, Roy Williams, Jay Wright, they're all gone. So it'll be interesting to see. You know who's who's going to be who's going to step up and who's going to be the long term uh, head coaches in in the new NCAA and maybe even Jeff Capel will be one of those people. Um, yeah, I think I think if we look back at his tenure so far, we've been kind of rude to him. Uh, it, it just, but it's it's a double edged sword because as if you're a coach, you have to be successful. Um, in his first six years, this is his only season with a, with a winning record and his only season uh, making the tournament. So uh, the criticism was felt, but you got to think um, the Panthers and Coach Cable uh, went through the pandemic together, uh, and they also went through this new this new transfer portal slash NIL era of college basketball, uh, where we're seeing like you can have a superstar team uh, for two seconds, and then they all they all transfer out. Uh, three years ago, Coach Cable had three players transfer in the middle of the season. Um, so I think he just seen a lot of turmoil, and a part of that is his fault. But this year was one of the years he didn't have that moment, that much turn, that much turmoil in the season, and and he he gave his team twenty four wins. And, um, I, I like we talked about it already. We'll talk about it a little later, but I definitely think the future is bright for Pitt basketball. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously this year very good year for Coach Capel, but to transition into my what I want to talk about next. Uh, I think next season is going to be a very decisive season for the Panthers. Um, if they can continue the success, then I think they'll be set up for long term. But if they they experience a drop off, it could be it could be bad. Um, obviously, in the new era, we have the NIL and transfer portals, and I think um, the way Pitt played this year and the way that they they got a lot of national attention, I think that's going to make them a very good landing spot for. Uh, top top tier uh transfers and even recruiting in the future but if they drop off next season then that might get a little mixed up um so yeah i want to transition into what i want to talk about next um jermaine what is your outlook for uh next season so i think next season we have a everything's always a question with the with the state of the transfer portal uh right now but um at the moment we have we'll have, we'll have federico uh, returning Federico Federico returning as our center. We'll have Guillermo and Jorge Diaz Graham returning. Uh, and I think we'll have Will Jeffries returning uh, from injury from the 2022 season. Those four, I think I can count on being here next year. Um, Blake Henson, uh, very talented, one of our leaders this year in points per game and rebounds per game. Do I think he'll be back? It's about a 50 50. You never know uh, when a player that good. 
get or get posted by another team, or maybe he to have test his luck at making the NBA. You never know. Um, but I think the best case scenario for us would be to have Henson, Federico, uh, the Diaz Graham twins, and Jeffries back as uh, returning players. Uh, we have three recruits coming in: uh, Jalen Lowe from Texas, point guard, uh, four-star point guard. Um, then we have two. We have two four-star point guards coming in. Actually, has Carlton Carrington, uh, shooting guard from Baltimore, is also coming in. So, two four-stars coming in that can instantly jump into the lineup. Um, I think we'll definitely have more depth next year. I think if we can add another wing or another uh, big piece through the portal, that would be huge for us. Um, uh, and, and the big X factor, a very uh, controversial addition that we will have next year, potentially. Uh, is Dior Johnson. Uh, he, he did come, regardless of how people feel about it, he did come to an agreement uh, with the university that allowed him to stay with the team. And again, it's very controversial, but um, at least on the basketball court, uh, he could come and he would he would have instant uh, success on the court with the Panthers. So the outlook for the season looks bright, but again, you never know with the the question mark that is the transfer portal. How do you feel, Brian? Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with your assessment. I think, um, the Diaz Graham twins are going to be a big asset. Feder Fetty Federico, um, absolutely great breakout year for him this year. Um, but I, as I don't want to talk about it too much given the, the controversial nature of it, but I think the biggest X factor next year is going to be Dior Johnson, uh, four star, one of the top recruits in the country, um, when he came to Pitt in the first place. But I think the biggest question mark is, is he even going to stay in Pittsburgh? Um, this is like he went to nine high schools in several different states. Um, he was committed to Syracuse, decommitted from Syracuse, was committed to Oregon, and then decommitted to Oregon, and then came to Pitt. And then obviously uh, the events of this year definitely was not a good look, terrible look. Um, so definitely a lot of questions surrounding him. Um, but if he does play – he will definitely have an impact on this team. Um, so yeah, this year um, he was a mem- he was a member of the team, and it did look as 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 far as as on the court it looked uh, it looked like he was a a member of the team that the team liked. I mean, the the, the players seemed like uh, they were happy to see him join back. But I think that's just a, that's camaraderie, and that's I think any teammate would do that. Um, again, like you say, he outside of the issues that he's had in Pittsburgh. Is a guy who has commitment issues, as you as you just you just told in nine high schools, uh, three different commitments, um, and the fact that he's still this highly touted shows how good he is on that basketball on the, on the basketball court. Adding three four stars for the pit for a twenty four win pit team this year, even with all our losses that we're gonna have, um, I, like we're, we're losing John Hughley, uh, officially entered the transfer portal. Um, so, but I think adding three, four stars to this team uh, will make us one of the best teams in the ACC. At least, um, looking, uh, you know, Virginia will always be good. Uh, Miami will always be good. But again, adding potentially three, four stars, and then uh, some other players through the portal with the already incoming players we have, I think, I think it's a it's a good sign. Yeah, and um, speaking of the portal, um, you know, obviously this year most of the team was built around the portal. Um, and that's kind of where a lot of their success came from. Uh, you look at guys like Nike, um, 
Jamarius Burton, pretty much the entire uh, roster aside from Diaz Graham, even Fetty Federico uh, transferred in from what was it? Northwest Oklahoma. Um, I believe something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think Capel is a, he is, he loves the transfer portal. That's for sure. Um, so I think yeah. he's already, he's already spoken about, um, you know, his hopes for the transfer portal this off season before the, even this season even ended. So um, I think he's going to have a big transfer portal. I think he, I think he has confidence. I have confidence in him to have a big transfer portal year. Um, but now I want to talk about some potential targets in the transfer portal. Um, there's been a few reports that uh, Pitt has reached out to um, several transfer targets or recruits. Um, one of them being Denver Jones from uh, FI, FIU um, in Florida. Um, he's a sophomore guard. He's had a lights out year this year. 21, uh, 20.1 points um, was a season stats. Um, he's definitely, I mean, we're bringing in a lot of guards next year, but we're also losing a lot of guards. So if we can add him, uh, I think that would definitely fill in the gaps left by several players uh, leaving. Jermaine, do you have any uh, transfer portal targets that you would like to see the uh, pick go after? Yeah, there's a the season season um, just ended, so people a lot of people are going to be entering the transfer portal as the season ends. But uh, I'm taking a glimpse at the portal right now, and there's a lot of good options. Like as, as you said, we're looking at a lot of guards, but you got to think college basketball, especially March Madness, is made on um, is made off of guards and postseason play. So um, I think a couple people we could think about adding is uh, even Jameer Nelson Jr., uh, guard from Delaware, uh, recently entered the portal, senior. Uh, last year we added Nelly Cummings as a senior from Colgate, and you saw the um, you saw this the impact that had. There's a couple other players we could we could look to replace John Hughley. Uh, losing him to the portal uh, really, really hurts. But there's other players we can use. We can replace them with, such as uh, Fardos Imac from Tennessee Tech, six uh, eleven uh, center. So I think I think Coach Cable definitely should invest in the portal and replace what he's losing, but also adding things that he didn't have. I think we should have more shooters around this team because. We want to continue to be. I think that's our thing now. Uh, after this season, I think we should invest in uh, a shooting team. Uh, being a shooting team, we can shoot the lights out. Uh, the only team to really beat us this year, uh, not well, multiple teams beat us, but the team that I think really beat us, and I felt that we really didn't have much of a chance against was Xavier. And the reason why they beat us is because they could shoot better than us. I knew any other game that we were down. Uh, I thought we had a chance because we could shoot with the best of them, but Xavier out outshot us in the tournament game, and I think we need to add some more shooters to this team. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think our shooting this year it was it, it was um very hot and cold. I mean, there was times where they shot the lights out, um, and then there was times that they couldn't hit a single three pointer in the game. Um, so I think adding. Adding some shoot, uh, consistent shooters um, is definitely going to be a goal uh, for the Panthers this offseason. Um, Jermaine, I only have I have one more question for you. Um, do you think what's your what's your prediction for next year? Do you think we're going to win more games, or do you think it's going to be a drop off? It's all going to depend on uh, the roster and who buys in. But I think with the core, the nucleus we have, 
uh, with GDG and Jorge Diaz Griff and um, Federico, and hopefully uh, Blake Henson returns. I think with that core, that experience core, you you can at least see yourself as a top five seed uh, in the ACC next year. At least, I at least see it finishing at the, at the same, at the same, um, finishing at the same level. Uh, but if you add in those four star guards, if they have instant impact, if you add in potentially Dior Johnson, I think the sky's the limit. <laughs> I think we could definitely finish within the top four of the ACC, and I think we definitely will return to the tournament if everything plays out the way it could. What do you think? Um. Yeah, I definitely. Um, I don't want to say I'm overly optimistic here, but um, I think this year proved that uh, Coach Capel knows how to build a culture around his team. Um, just that competitive draw that I think, I think honestly, the, the pit team this year uh, in regards to other ACC teams just had the, the best culture. They, they had like a very competitive, they wanted to go out and win games, uh, but they were also still relaxed. I know Coach Capel, talked about in the lead-up to the NCAA tournament, just keeping his team relaxed. But when they went out on the court, it didn't look like it. It looked like they they were getting pumped up and were thinking about it for weeks, and they were just waiting to play. Um, so I think he knows how to build a culture. And I also think he's a great recruiter. Um, I think he's great. I think he has a great eye for finding talent. Uh, you know, most of Pitt's star players this year weren't really that high uh, transfer prospects. So most of them played for smaller teams or got limited time on bigger teams. Um, so I think he definitely has a great eye for talent. So I, I think it's going to be um, – I think they can win at least an equal number of games. I think they'll be fully capable of doing that. You know, going farther than the second round in the NCAA tournament is incredibly difficult. I mean, we saw Duke, um, Kansas – all these team, all these blue blood teams that dropped out before the Sweet Sixteen. Um, so I, I don't know; it's yet to be seen. If, I, um, if, I, if I'm correct, I don't think uh, I don't think one. I'm not sure if one ACC team advanced past the round of uh, thirty-two. So uh, you're right. it's a very hard to do. My oh, okay, Miami. Okay, I'm so sorry. Wait, they, they lost. They lost this weekend, bad, right? Uh no, I think Miami won, didn't they? Yeah, they well, beat they beat Indiana. Okay, well, regardless, you see how difficult that is. It's hard for a team, uh, to even to, to ask your team to get to the Sweet Sixteen is a big, big ask. I'll say, uh, Purdue fans can't even uh expect their one seeded team to get to the round of thirty two. <laughs> little jab at Purdue. Um, always love to see the Big Ten lose. Uh, do Agreed. hope they uh. They don't get a single team in the Final Four as an ACC fan. Um, yeah, Jermaine, do you have any uh, final comments? Um, no, I think it was a really fun season. Um, I think so. It definitely got a lot, of, a lot of the fans to buy in. The we saw the return of the Oakland do. Um, as a as a fan, uh, it made me feel really good being a, a fan of this team. Uh, as a as a journalist, it made me feel good to follow a uh, team. Uh, this good and I don't know. It, it seems like for Pat Athletics right now, it can't really be defeated. Yeah, it's been a great year overall for uh, Pitt. We'll see what the spring season has in store. Uh, bay, baseball is coming up, or it's currently on. Um, softball is going, track and field. 
bunch of sports still left in the spring. I know uh, football and basketball, two big ones, are now over. But lots to look forward to, especially uh, coming up in the fall. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for Pitt Athletics. It's going to be more winning. Yep. All right, so I think that's going to wrap it up. Um, thank you all for listening. Again, my name is Brian Sherry. Hi, and I'm Jermaine. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Pit News Sports Podcast. If you'd like to read more, visit our website at pitnews.com. Thank you for listening and have a great day.